The Discover College Soccer Podcast is sponsored by VO. VO is the number one AI camera solution helping players capture college recruitment videos. Check out their new starter and family options by clicking on the link in the description or visit Discover College Soccer to learn more. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Discover College Soccer. Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Coach Sho from Mount Mercy Men's Program in Iowa. Welcome, Coach. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Uh, you know, we're it's just before Thanksgiving, you guys have wrapped up your season. Uh, so I'm sure you're, you're hot and heavy on the recruiting trail. Um, kind of talk to me a little bit about your timeline. Did you guys do a lot of recruiting work during the season or are you really focused on, you know, hitting the ground running now and, and what class are you just focused on 24s? Are you looking at 25s? What's that look like right now for you guys? Yeah. So you know, in terms of recruiting, we are kind of, you know, switched on the whole season. But, you know, of course, you know, during the season, we focus more on playing and then current team. So, you know, about right now, it's kind of the time we really start, you know, focusing or even following up a little bit and um, go from there. But, you, yeah, you we typically recruit, you know, just year ahead. So we are right now uh, focusing on 24s. And then, you know, some sometimes, you know, uh, some students, they want to plan things ahead and then they reach out. So, you know, we'll try to follow them up. But yeah, we focus on 24s right now. Um, and then we we recruit through until season begins or class starts. So that's kind of a timeline for us. Okay. Well, if, if you take a look at your roster, I noticed two things. One, it's quite large. So I'm guessing you guys have a reserve team. And, and two, it's... Fairly heavy international, which at the NAI level isn't that surprising, but you guys are in Iowa. So uh, talk to me about, you know, recruiting internationally. How do you guys do that? Are, are you looking at, at um, domestic players? What, how, how does your recruiting mix happen? Yeah, so, you know, in terms of roster size, I think every school kind of experienced, you know, COVID year, seniors, uh, stuff like that. So uh, last season, you know, year before, we had a lot of 50-year seniors and then um, just seniors. And then we weren't, you know, expecting them to come back that season. So we, you know, we kind of recruited hard. So that way, you know, our roster size kind of inflated a little bit. And, and then, you know, those seniors graduated and we were like, oh, we need to, you know, help the team a little bit through recruiting. So kind of, you know, roster size um was big, you know, results of that. Um, but we also have, you know, good uh, reserve uh, team setting. So, you know, everybody gets uh, minutes to play. Uh, the reserve team have their own uh, schedule. And then also, you know, injuries or maybe yellow card suspension happens. So it's nice to have um, somebody on their toes uh, at the reserve level. And then sometimes, you know, varsity team, if you don't get playing minutes, they go and play reserve team games. So that's kind of, you know, how we manage things and and then right now i think we have about uh 25 countries represented uh within the team and you know we always say it's uh, it's nice to have a good mix between you know local players and then uh, international uh, players but right now it just ha happened to be we have more international students um and i'm originally from japan so you know I have that a little bit of connection with that with my home country. It's easier to talk to, you know, students and help them guide through the process. 
Um, our head coach Amir is from, you know, originally from Bosnia, played uh, professionally first division in Croatia and Bosnia. So, you know, he he has friends all over the place. Um, so that way, you know, sometimes it's easier for us to create that connection, you know, players from Balkan area, Eastern Europe or, you know, Japan. Um, but we try, we try not to have, you know, one big group that's, you know, from maybe one same region or one country. Because, you know, we don't want to have one group dominating, you know, group culture or group uh, idea. And we like to, you know, as coaches, we really like to learn from, you know, different uh, culture countries. So, you know, we like to have maybe different some different languages or different cultures we can pick up. And, um, and sometimes it takes a while to get it going because we have players from all over the place. And uh, for, uh, first week of practice, you know, we you tell them, hey, we train at 4 p.m. and then maybe Japanese guys and German guys, they're ready to go at, you know, 3.30 and <laughs> maybe somebody else shows up, you know, right on time to go. And then um, I shouldn't name this, but, you know, a couple of Spanish guys, you know, maybe they show up on 4.10 and then they're like, oh, that's around 4 p.m. We are good. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not good. So we'll talk about it. But yeah, so it's kind of fun, you know, kind of see different uh a skill set to culture show up in you know those little moments and then we try to address that so towards the end of the season you know we once we start click, clicking you know we are really good team yeah no that's uh it's very funny i i i got the pleasure of of running a clinic in japan once and and oh, wow. it was the nicest you know amazing to have at the end of each session the kids taking off their bibs folding them in a perfect line and saying thank you and it's like oh man i wish we could get that to rub off on some of these american players but uh anyway <laughs> um so in terms of the domestic side of things are there specific events that you guys like to to attend to look at players do you guys do id camps or work other id camps how does that all look yeah, so three of, you know, four coaches on the staff, I guess three of five coaches on the staff, we are all high school head coaches also. So in Iowa, we play spring high school soccer. So that kind of helps us to do that. And then also Amir used to be head coach and then at one high school and then I took over after him. And he's now a little bit more uh, of a commentator side of, you know, local TV or ref in a little bit. But so that way, you know, we have, we are able to create, you know, real connection between our own players at high school level, or we actually get to play, you know, lots of high school players here in town. So that kind of helps, you know, to evaluate players more in a practice session or game, uh, game environment, um, you know, build a genuine connection. And also, you know, again, uh, we keep, you know, good connection with local club coaches as well. Um, two or three, you know, good clubs uh, in Syracuse area. So um, we often talk to them and some of them invite us to, you know, ID camp. So to run the training there. Um, so that's kind of, you know, main things. And then, of course, you know, we, we go to Kansas City Showcase. Uh, we couldn't go this uh, this weekend. It was just, you know, logistically not able to do that. But we tried to go... Um, I go to, you know, Miami showcase every summer. It's more, um, it's a little bit more international focus showcase, but, you know, I try to go there and uh, stuff like that. So especially within, you know, within Iowa to within, you know, four hour drive, that's kind of uh, the area we can, you know, make a trip and then find new players. Okay. Well, whether it's, 
international player, domestic player, any of these things, what, what are kind of the things that you're looking for when you make an offer to a player, both on the field and off the field stuff? Yeah, so off the field, you know, we, we like somebody who works hard, really. You know, that, that might be cliche, but us, you know, as coaches, we like to see players maybe come at this level. And when they graduate, I want them, you know, somewhere here. So that way it's really important for us to see somebody who wants to be better, who, who wants to do good. Uh, we also want um, somebody that, you know, cares maybe less about, you know, themselves and then uh, cares more about the team because, you know, at the end of the day, it's a team sport. And if if your team does well, you know, you depend. Oh, I guess it depends how well you do, but, you know, you should, you know, you should be happy if the team, your team does well. And uh, one other thing is, you know, we, we need somebody that's, uh, people smart or emotionally intelligent so they know what their actions you know mean or influence others and uh things like that and, and then we just like we, we like having you know kids that love the sports so you know we we have our offices you know next to our team room or in the team room and then friday morning saturday morning we just hear guys just sitting in the team room and watching premier league or champions league so you know, we, we like to see somebody who lives the game because that's what we did as coaches. And then, okay, Friday morning, they have classes, so they go to class, but if, you know, if time allows and stuff like that. And then we sometimes have to, you know, adjust our practice time uh, based on Champions League schedule. <laughs> so that's kind of the uh, negative side of, you know, bringing uh, kids who love the sports, but it is what it is. And then, yeah, playing playing wise, you know, uh, again, we we need somebody who can play both ways. Somebody who, uh, who works hard. So that's what we are known for. You know, we are a tough team to beat. Uh, we adjust really well to, against other opponents or against opponents. Um, so that way, we need to have players who like to play both ways. Um, but we also like to have you know lots of technical players, especially in the midfield, um, on the winger spot. You know. We we need to have either really technical players who can you know take one one defender one one or somebody who's fast. Uh, it's been very successful for us. Um, defenders, you know, center back, goalkeepers. Again, they need to be technical, but because of the conference we play in, you know, some of them, well, they need to be a little bit more physical. And they need to be a little bit more you know strong in the air and stuff like that. So that's kind of you know player profile. Um, we try to keep the ball as much as needed to, in order to score. So that way, you know, we try to build up from goalkeeper defense line mi through midfield. And, you know, we were really well uh, playing to one side and switching to the other side of winger. And then those wingers can do their thing and then finish the attack in the box. So that, that was kind of playing style. And we tried to high press. We tried to, you know, counter press when we lose the ball. So that's kind of, you know, whole. Uh, playing style and then we need players that fits in that style okay well let's shift gears a little bit talk more about the school I'm, I'm sure there's folks out there not familiar with with mount mercy there in cedar rapids so uh tell me what have you found to be really the the awesome things about the school some things maybe we wouldn't even know by just just by going through the website yeah so you know i went to school here uh so i have been around you know 10 years now um Coach Amir, our head coach, has been here for 28 years after, you know, escaping the war from, you know, Bosnia. So, no, you, we have been here a long time. And then 
uh, we stay here just because it feels like, you know, this is a home. So that um, hopefully, you know, players, I think all players hopefully um, feel that, you know, small kind of community, uh, home away from home environment from us. And, you know, maybe you've heard of, you know, Iowa nice, you know, people in Iowa, uh, they're really nice. You know, you, you walk around campus or if you go to grocery store, they just say, you know, hey, how are you? You know, how how's your day? And then when I first come here, you know, I was like, oh, why is this stranger talking to me? It's usually, <laughs> you know, if, you know, I've been to, I, I mean, I lived in Japan. Or I've been to different, you know, big cities. And I'm, usually when a stranger talks to you, they want something from you. But, you know, Iowa, it's not like that. So if you walk around campus, you know, you just make friends or you, you'll see, you know, familiar faces, uh, professor and then staff, you know, come watch our game. So if you're, if you're eating in the cafeteria, They'll talk about the game, you know, how well you play or how, you know, how things go. So that's the really fun part about it. And, um, yeah. And then, uh, what, what else? What else? And then, then, you know, facilities, you know, we are getting lucky with, you know, a little bit of investment towards athletics. So, uh, stadium is about, you know, six years old. Uh, the, the field is, you know, named after Amir. So that kind of tells you how, how much impact we had in the in the area uh we built or, or we you know we made new indoor facility as well so there's weight room athletic training room uh golf simulator batting cages and stuff like that i can send you videos if you're interested <laughs> um and then we also have you know building next to it is outdoor sports coaches building so in that team room we have a couple of tvs um ping pong table pool table so Facilities, you know, top notch as well. Uh, what else? What else? And then, uh, we have you know tunnels on campus. Um, I think you know we talked about it before. Uh, so that way, if you live on campus, you know you don't really have to go outside when it's snowing or raining, and you might see you know students wearing the flip flops, a tank top, and the shorts in, during the middle of winter, and then you just they just walk around tunnels. Uh, that's kind of interesting to see. So that's kind of, you know, overall kind of fun facts around um, our school. Okay. Well, one of the things uh, about school is, is, is the actual school part, right? You got to have the student part of student athlete. And, and I'm sure even for, for international students, especially there can be a bit of a challenge in, you know, balancing academics and athletics. So Yes. How do your student athletes really make sure they're successful in the classroom and on the field? What kind of support systems does the school offer to make sure that they are successful? Yeah, so you know we have a center. Uh, it's academic excellence, academics, academic center for excellence. So you know that you know that center. You know we have peer academic coaches. So uh, there's you know students who excel in classes. They also help others to do that. Uh, you can get tutoring services. We also have, you know, professional um, writing uh, support. So that way, you know, kids can go there. Um, we have them sign up once they get here. So those, that's first year, uh, first year here as a transfer and then somebody who needs a little bit more support. Uh, we have them sign up and then um, get some extra support from uh, A-Center. Um, you know, we, we also have, you know, uh, softball associate head coach Skyler work, also works in a center. So we, we have really good, uh, communication, uh, logistics there. Um, we also have, you know, 
uh, small classes, and then you know me between me and Mia, we we know most of the professors. So if student our boys, our students don't show up to class maybe twice or three times, we right away get email. You know, hey, um, Matthew haven't been to classes for two three times. Can you check on him? So we'll do that, and then so that way we can try to help. You know, um, help them before things get really bad. Um, and then, you know, us knowing you know, it, most of the professors, we can help a student register for better classes. I wouldn't say better classes, but better fits, you know, maybe some courses they shouldn't take um, first semester here or for, uh, during the soccer season, just because, you know, time complaints and stuff like that. So uh, we'll do that. And then, and then profess, you know, some of the professors, they're really, um, understandable of you know how athletics works and then some of them you know invite our students to their houses you know during thanksgiving break or christmas break because a lot of them maybe they don't go, they get they don't get to go home so uh, we really have you know good support system around the around the school no it sounds like it well let's shift gears talk a little bit more uh about the team and the season i mean you guys are in a in a tough conference i think there's still three uh three of your conference foes remaining in the NAI tournament already or in the final, what, eight or 16 or wherever they're at this point. Um, so it's, it's a tough conference in terms of, um, you know, you talked a little about the style of play that you guys like to, to implement, but how would you describe kind of coach Amir's style of coaching and, and, and that sort of thing? Yeah. So coach Amir, um, he knows how to get, you know, best out of you. So, you know, sometimes, um, players that are good at, you know, one thing and then maybe, you know, no great at the other things. And then, you know, sometimes you see a uh, bad side, but, you know, he'll try to get best out of you using that best side. And then he's very, you know, good at communicating. Um, he will talk to, you know, each players, you know, every, every practice, which is sometimes hard to do that. So that way, you know, we, he knows where, uh, where you stand uh, mentally or, you know, where things stand. And, and then, so that way, again, you know, we try to push our players to uh, be confident and do their best, uh, at what they are do good at. Um, we, again, we are also, you know, good at, uh, kind of matching against, you know, different opponents, you know, Heart of America, not only, uh, the strongest conference, but there are different, uh, playing style in this conference. So, you know, one day we go out there and play extreme, uh, direct, style of football, um, direct, you know, high press. And then maybe two days later, we have to go to maybe Missouri Valley, you know, former national champion who plays beautiful, beautiful, you know, possession of football. So I think, you know, especially defense, starting from defensive side, we match things really well. So that way we can have the time, more time on the ball and then attack, you know, uh, whatever is presented. Um, yeah, that's kind of, you know, how... Uh, I mean, coaches, and then we, again, we try to, you know, keep things, we, we are serious people, you know, I mean, play professionally, but we also try to th keep things fun. So that way I think uh, kids don't burn out and season's long. So some, this time of the year, you know, sometimes we give them, you know, break to kind of recover, but overall long-term kids don't burn out. So results of that, you know, uh, maybe 25 or 27 alumni, former players became head coach somewhere else just because, you know, passion was, you know, going through without burning out. 
yeah so that's uh that's kind of you know uh how it is and then for us again you know we try to take care of our players on and off the field so you know we one of us will wait for the players at the airport with a welcome package you know first day of you know first day when um first when when they get here we have laundry basket uh hangers pillows beddings and little snacks ready so they don't have to you know uh, survive you know try to survive you know first week or you know call their parents and like oh i don't know what to do so we'll try to help them that and uh, we drive them to bank some some kids ask my car for ask me for my car so they can go get driver's license or stuff like that so we'll do that and and then for me uh i work a little bit more on tactical side and then you know uh overall training so i have to make sure you know we're on the same page constantly and then try to kind of draw what his vision is on the field at the training pitch but we, we i think we make a really good team and then we also have you know another assistant coach jp graham played for us a long time ago and uh works in works in the local high school high school head coach also you know he's been coached here for you know 17 years as well so we really 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 understand each other well and um, kind of, you know, we have to communicate still, but a, a lot of time we understand each other really so well that we don't have to, you know, you know, say things, and that's kind of cool about it as well. Yeah, it sounds like it. Well, coach, you've been generous with your time, told us a lot about the school, but I want one one more question for you, uh, and that is, if you had one piece of advice or nugget of information that you wish every player, parent, family going through this recruiting process knew. What would that be? Um. So I think you know starting early is uh, pretty important. I don't you know in my personal life I don't start things early enough. But I think starting early you know just even just researching or na- knowing the names of schools that's around you is you know big first step. And then sometimes you have to be more proactive than you think you should because. You know, if if we don't know your name, we don't we can't focus you at the showcase or something like that. So, being proactive is really important. And then you know, at the end of the day, you uh, this is you know big uh, decision um, for you to make, and uh, there's a lot of factors. So you have to put everything on the table. Uh, financial side of big thing, but also you know location or how do you fit in the squad or. How do you like the coaches? Do you can you do you see play under him and stuff like that? So you have to put all of, all of the options on the table. Um, for us, you know, we don't really make uh, deadlines or anything. So you know, we just tell them, hey, just take your time, and then if you know you're ready to make, you know, the decision, you know the time. But um, we also ask them to be very communicative, so we know where things stand, and then. Um, it's nice for for coaches to know like if you're not coming just tell them you know so that way uh, both sides can move forward and I really appreciate when recruits say hey I really like your school but things some things didn't work out I'm going somewhere else I really respect that and then that makes me want to help them if we uh, if something happens in the future so I think it's again you know building good relationship good communication is I think the key to anything really and so those are the things I think uh, important for recruits, but also, you know, there are some, you know, technical things like, hey, uh, what's in your highlight video? Is it really 
what coaches want to see. You know, if you're doing just rainbow or health, like maybe you don't get, um, you might get, you know, likes on the social media, but you might not get, you know, good attention from coaches and stuff like that. So, and then we see, you know, small things like if you, if you assist and if your teammate scores, you know, Amir says, oh, this guy's, you know, celebrating with his teammates. That's a great thing. So, you know, coaches see different things. So it's kind of nice to see like, what, what are you good at? And then figure out how to show that as well in highlights, if, if you're making highlights. Um, Yeah. So those are kind of uh my two cents. And I think uh, some kids, they focus too much on, oh, I'm just going to NCAA division one or, I just want to stay in uh, D1, D2. Because um, if you, especially men's soccer, if you look at top schools, they each division could compete against each other. And if you watch NZ, uh, Juco Nationals, I mean, they're amazing players. Amazing, amazing players. And NAIA, you know, because we are international heavy, again, we see some players, I don't even know how they get to, you know, US or college level so I, I i don't think they should uh, uh you know limit themselves just based on the divisions i think they should just you know open their options uh, out in the air and because you know our conference you know when central methodist was winning back-to-back -back national championship um against division one schools i think they were seven and one in two-year period so that's you know divisions really don't you know show you the real real difference in competition if uh, if the, uh if the program's doing the right thing so absolutely well coach thank you so much for your time wish you the best of luck in this recruiting season and if you get down to florida for anything give me a shout all right sounds good we'll do that thanks right. so much matthew thank you coach yeah bye-bye Hi, everybody. It's Matt from Discover College Soccer. I hope you're enjoying the podcast, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I also wanted to let you know about the Discover College Soccer study table. This is our brand new online portal that is complete with a 14-part online course giving you all of the ins and outs of the college soccer recruiting process. There's also a wealth of resources such as checklists, templates. There's the spreadsheets that have every soccer program in the country along with their coaches their contact information their social media information uh, some basic stats about the school and more plus there's an online community where you can ask your questions share your wins your losses any questions that you may have around the college soccer recruiting process it's all there at the discover college soccer study table that you can find at discovercollegesoccer.com study table and hopefully we will see you there